Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 11, Chapter 138. I must not omit to mention that Philip was of the mind that he wanted the congregation to preserve forever that form of life and constitution with which it began. Therefore, he desired everyone to be clear that it was his wish that those who joined the congregation should be bound by neither vow nor oath, neither then nor in the future. If any were to be moved by a desire for a more perfect way of life and choose to embrace the religious state or to bind themselves by oaths or promises, they were perfectly free to attach themselves to whatsoever religious community they preferred. But those who determined to live in the congregation should not presume to change the pattern of life they began with. Their life should be bound only by the bonds of mutual charity, so that the good savor of Christ might be manifest to all, while they should still be careful to give the appearance of religious through the example of their life and the preaching of the word of God. He also laid down rules which were well adapted to the vocation and spirit of our congregation, and all willingly accepted them. Then, in order to preserve the advantages of peace and concord within the house, he decreed that if any of them became disobedient or caused offense to others by their example, they should be expelled from the congregation as unsuitable for our way of life, if they could not be corrected. He also frequently admonished his disciples not to take delight in external matters, but in Christian virtue, and bade them strive with all their might to possess the virtues of humility, obedience, patience, charity, chastity, detachment from transitory things, gentleness, and the rest. Their way of life was to be a golden mean between the freedom of secular life and the austerity of holy religious. Thus, someone who dwelt in the laxity of this world and felt he could not surrender himself to a religious community because of the severity of their rule, could observe our way of life and feel that he had found a place of refuge where he would be able to correct his vices, improve his virtues, and establish a devout and holy manner of life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Correct his vices improve his virtues, and establish a devout and holy manner of life. St. Philip Neri gave to the church a way of life for priests and brothers, where they could do these three things. Improve in virtues, that is, improve in humility, obedience, patience, charity, chastity. Correct his vices, his impatience, his disobedience, his pride, his vainglory, his selfishness, his envy his lust, his detachment, his anger. All of those things can be corrected 
Partly through the community life, priests living together are like mirrors to each other. They show to each other their faults. By living together, we see how lacking in generosity we are. We see all kinds of things about ourselves. And so St. Philip gave us this life to enable us to grow in holiness, to grow in virtue, and to establish a devout and holy manner of life. In other words, to give priests the freedom to pray, to give the priest a path to real holiness. Remember, the devout life for St. Francis de Sales is a devout life in which we follow not just the commandments, but we follow happily the commandments, joyfully the commandments. And we also follow the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. So this Advent, pray that St. Philip's example and the example of the Oratorians might inspire us to live a devout life. How? By constantly praying for the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, direct me how to act. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us in that devout life. We cannot direct ourselves in that way. And it's these gifts of the Holy Spirit which allow us to pick up the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. And it's those gifts, wisdom, understanding, courage, counsel, piety, knowledge, fear of the Lord, that help perfect the virtues. We need the Holy Spirit to grow in the virtues, to reach their perfections. We also need the gifts of the Holy Spirit to avoid certain vices which will lead us to hell. And the oratorians show us that the path to virtue, the path to correcting our vices, the path to devout life must go through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our guide. Come, Holy Spirit, inspire me. Show me the path to follow, especially during Advent. And what virtue do we especially need during Advent? Patience. It's the special virtue the Lord is teaching us. All kinds of things are going to happen to us during Advent so that we can learn to wait on his timetable, on his plan, and not to be impatient. Come, Holy Spirit, may we not miss the opportunities to grow in patience. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.